This is On the Block with Stricken Nate. Nebraska Basketball Hall of Famer and nine-year NBA vet, Eric Strickland. Strickland for three! And you're going to go out of here as the Big Eight tournament champion. And Hokie Homer turned Husker, Nathan Brennan. Everyone knows that I'm the smartest person here. Coming at you live from the heart of Lincoln, America. On air and online at theticketfm.com. Brought to you by Mary Ellen's Food for the Soul. This is On the Block with Stricken Nate. Once again, you're back on the block with E. Strick and Nate Brennan. On the block with Stricken Nate, 93.7 The Ticket, theticketfm.com. You can find us on the app. You can also find us on all of the platform streams to include... Twitch, Twitter, uh, Facebook, and YouTube. But again, there's a lot of things happening in sports, but right now one of the hottest things in sports, the Yankees have moved on. If you're a Yankee fan, you should be excited. They have moved on, but they move on to face a rivalry in the Houston Astros that this team has faced each other for the third time in six years in the playoffs. And, and some interesting stories coming out of that. I mean, right now, um, one of the best players on the uh, Houston Astros team is, has been struggling. Jose Altuve is coming off of his worst playoff series. Uh, one of the things to keep an eye on is can New York continue to frustrate him? Altuve was 0-16 versus the Mariner, who had tremendous success against him with one specific pitch and I'm not going to share that on there cuz I'd be giving up the game plan. I can't do that right. <laughs> now. I'm not I'm not that guy. I'm not the guy that's going to steal signs. I'm going to be right, a purist right, right. of the game. Not going to cheat like the Astros. We're not going to do that. That's not what Streaky does in this. But you have the Yankees and the ALCS against the Houston Astros and then on the other side you have Philly facing off against San Diego which now Philly leads 1 to 0. Good series. Do you think that's the right? Did they get it right? I mean, is it? did it come out? Some people maybe would have been thinking out the Braves and maybe the Dodgers. So I think probably the surprise in that is San Diego definitely usurping L.A. Um, yeah. The Mets felt like it was their year this year. They didn't well, get it done. they always feel like it's their they year. They felt like yeah. it was their year. Philly, I thought, was pretty strong, even though they were a six seed. Um, like like I said, Braves thought they were going to make another run back at it, but Phillies just 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 came out swinging. If if you can use a baseball term, ah, oh, Tampa Bay, short. Uh, sat, I never thought the Mariners or you know Toronto had a chance on no, that side. No, 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 no. At all, they were done, no. I thought they were done dealing. But how do you see the rest of it panning out? I mean, who who do you think is going to come out, and who do you think is going to be? In the championship game. Well, I think the Astros are the team to beat in this one. If you look at the Vegas odds, they're going to agree with me. They won 106 games this season, second most in baseball behind the Dodgers. Like you said, Strick, had that very interesting series against the, against the Padres because I was talking about this with DP. The crazy thing about the Padres, they made that move for Juan Soto at the deadline. They're still without Fernando Tatis. He's still suspended from steroids, so yeah. uh, th- which is intriguing that the Padres made Even it this there. far. Mm-hmm. Right, and, and the Phillies had one of the worst records going into the playoffs, just 12 games above five hundred. like we always talk about in baseball. The hot teams get hot. normally come on top. And you, you just, get hot. You got to get hot at the right time. 
bats, pitching, all things is going to kind of come together at the right time. And, I mean, you look at the Braves last season. They were a wild card team. Mm-hmm. They went on to win it all. You have the Phillies and Padres, two wild card teams now, uh, duking it out. The Yankees and Astros, obviously, they won their respective uh, divisions. But I, I think it's going to be the Astros, and I think it'll probably be the Padres. I, I just think they're more of a well-rounded team, but the Phillies do seem like one of those teams are the hottest team in baseball, so I wouldn't be surprised. But on the flip side of that, here's the question I have for you because we always talk about expanding the game of baseball. We talk about the home runs. We talk about the pace of play. But I think the the, the interesting thing about baseball is it's such a regional sport. And, and you look at New York, the Yankees, the brand of themselves. Like You talk about the teams like the Mariners, like the Blue Jays. They're not a big brand. Like They're not a baseball town. Uh, the Mariners had a great run because they haven't been in the playoffs for a while. But I think what would be best for baseball, strict honestly, would be a Phillies versus Yankees series. And as a sports fan, I'm going to watch the World Series no matter what. But when you talk about growing the game, do you think that's best case scenario for baseball? Because Philadelphia, huge baseball town, great yeah. baseball fans. The Yankees, and then that rival right down the road. I mean, everybody right? can jump on a train and be in at the you game. You can be there and what? I don't yeah, even know how drive. far the drive is. It actually, it's, it's so actually close. from New York, it's only about like an hour, maybe hour and a half. And it's you regional. Know what I mean? So it's very right? regional stacked. Yeah. And the Yankees haven't won since 2007, 2009, I believe. Um, and they're the biggest brand, one of the biggest brands in the world. Yeah. So, do you think when we're talking about growing the game of baseball, this is their best case scenario? Well, I, I would say that would be being that it would it would generate a, a rivalry type of situation. It would generate some hype. I mean, but but at the end of the day, you've got to really look at it. I mean, right now in the series against the Yankees and um, the Houston Astros, the Astros have won five of the seven games, and the only two games that the Yankees have won are by walk offs. Really, from Aaron Judge. That's a hell of a walk off right hit, and 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 also the Astros threw a combined no hitter on them, <laughs> so their pitching is strong oh, against yeah. the Yankees. Oh, yeah. So they've still got some work to do. I mean, they're going to need some things to happen because they kind of struggled a little bit against the Guardians. The Guardians kind of, you know, opened them up a little bit. Had some timely hitting. Uh, had some bloopies. You know, some they just things were looking like it was going to go right for the Guardians right. until Mike Stanton opened it up in the first inning yesterday and and just really kind of put that out of out of touch. But I think for the game of baseball, you're right. I think that east east northeast. In the cold, baseball town, baseball oh, October yeah. weather. Oh yeah, just the whole rivalry and the energy of that of, of that would be phenomenal. And then just being able to go up and down, you know, within an hour and a half of, of time, to be able to watch those games would be good for both teams. It would be awesome. And Ryan in Nashville says three hour drive from New York to Philadelphia, which is crazy. I didn't realize they were that close. And then he said he went to Lower Marion where Kobe went. So that's an awesome fact that he said he went to the same high school as Kobe. Is it three um, hours? Yeah, three hours. Well, I'm assuming that's probably factoring in traffic, which those two cities are going to get a ton of traffic. But I just I, I guess I, also it depends on where. Right. I, I, well, maybe I was on the train. That could have been why. Like if you're on the train, you would have enough. been flying. Seemed like there, maybe, maybe that was what it was. Maybe you were. I don't think I've made that drive. I don't think I've made that, but I think I was on the train. But it's the fact that you can, right? Yeah. And I and I, I just look at baseball, and as a baseball fan and a baseball fanatic, I always will be. And like I like I said, honestly, I wanted to see like Mariners. Padres. I don't know. I wanted to see the most ridiculous World Series. You can throw the Rays in there. I love seeing Tampa Bay make a run, too. 
But if you're talking about the average baseball fan, they're not going to watch that. Yeah, you, you don't care. Like, what do you, what do you get the the Mariners in? Yeah. in I don't know. The, like the Padres. Like it's just it's one of those things that you look at baseball, and and I'm not going to say that it's rigged. I'm not going to say that the best case scenario they're going to make sure that that happens. But if you're a sport that's that struggled recently and is looking for something to grasp onto. Having a series with the Phillies and Yankees just has to be your best case scenario, especially to like Houston's become the villains. They had the whole cheating scandal. Mm-hmm. A lot of people don't like Altuve too much anymore. It's just one of those things. And I I don't know, Strick. It's just I think it'd be good for baseball. I want to see it happen. I want to see them grow the game, but it'll be interesting to see. Yeah, it's going to be one of those things. It's going to be interesting to see how it all pans out. But one of the things that's interesting right now is NBA basketball started. Uh, You know, again, you know, when you're dealing with all the extra stuff sometimes that comes with it, they tried to put some some games together to kind of spark a little bit of, you know, energy in the the ratings. Yeah, yeah, Um, yeah. So you you, you find the Lakers playing Golden State to start it off, and then you also find uh, that rivalry in that east side, the Philly against um you know uh, Boston. Yeah. Um so it was good to see Boston in the locker room after the game. I got a chance to see just how that went and how they they really um loved on um you know the coach after the game winning his first game and that was uh that was good. It was good to see you know, being that they've dealt with some adversity up there to be able to beat a tough Philly team. I mean, let's be real. They're still they're still good. Um, then you looked at the Lakers, and they looked good for a little bit. Some of their young talent was starting to step up. You know, Kendrick Nunn and some of those guys were just kind of starting to kind of get a good feel. Walker, and then and then all of a sudden, the doors and the hinges fell off. And, and, and Wiggins, and it was Poole, and it was Clay, and it was – Steph and it just right. it, that ball just got the whipping around and it, okay. there's nothing you can do about it. But in in my puff daddy voice, take that, take that, take that. That's all. <laughs> that's all they could do. So yeah. Um. So so at this point, man, when we're talking about the Lakers, you know, is it wrong gone wrong or is it can it be corrected and made right or is it the same old same old from last year? Yeah. I, I, I want to go into that one, and I want to ask you about the Sixers too. But we we'll start there at the Lakers and Warriors. What? How do you interpret the bubble championship? Because that that's what keeps throwing me off. To be honest with you, Strick. Because like I I look at this team, and I'm like, for crying out loud, you won a world title. Like you won a world championship. It was in the bubble. Did they I understand really? that? But that, that's that's why I'm asking you. How do you interpret it? Because I look at this Lakers team. This team isn't gonna win a, a, a championship. No, there's just there's no chance. Like I, I, and it's a shame because I think that LeBron's last title will be the bubble championship, and, and there'll be a lot of discrepancy and a lot of. It'd be an asterisk that. by that one. But like, what do you do if you're the Lakers? Westbrook off the bench. Even if you do that, are you really telling me that's gonna make this team that much more competitive? I don't know. I mean, you have Anthony Davis who can't stay on the court. Russell Westbrook can't shoot. LeBron James is only getting older. I mean, he'll break the points record. I I know that for a fact. But I mean, for crying out loud, he's he's not thirty year old LeBron carrying a team yeah, to a title. Thirty one points, yeah. He's so trying to do all he can. Is but. this just kind of it for the Lakers? Do you start over? Where do you go from here? Well, how can they? One, you have major salary cap situation that will have some <laughs> yes, reprieve when do. when Westbrook leaves. Right. 
that's going to be some reprieve. Then LeBron's got to make a decision, and they've got to make a decision. Do we stay? Because the only one still has some tenure left there with contract implications is Anthony Davis. So do you use Anthony Davis to be able to acquire assets and bring some more stuff in if you can and if somebody feels that injury-prone Anthony Davis is a guy who could be a lead, <laughs> right. a lead uh, yeah. character in, their, in the plot of their season. Well, we don't know. And, and, and then, you know, LeBron hasn't and can't take a long tenure. Yes, he probably will get max. What does that mean? Who would want that? Then right. who would want maybe what would come with that or what he's going to be expecting? A lot of people don't like clutch sports. You know what I mean? Believe it or not, a lot of people don't like them and have to deal with them right. and LeBron and then the possibility of you have to take Bronny if you're going to get all this stuff that's coming down the pipeline is, is, is looking like that's a possibility. They don't have many draft picks. They shifted a lot of those away in order to do what they just did they in did. order to acquiring uh, Westbrook and bringing that in. They only have a few, and those are down-the-road few. You know what I mean? So they can either blow it up you can send yourself into a tailspin for the next three years with hope that the problem is, is there's too much pride on that team. There's no way they get into the uh, Winyanyamba, um, Victor, uh, Wimbanyamba. Wimbanyamba. They won't get into those They won't get into that sweet no. snake. So, no, 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 no. you know, is there a unicorn available? I don't see one other than him and, and maybe a couple others out there right now that may be not unicorn-like, but – have something that they can offer so they're in a they're in a quagmire because if you tank your pride can't allow it your city won't allow it and then but if you're just bad and then you end up bad enough to just kind of get in then you don't have a really a good pick that you can snag out of it so it's like uh yes it's it's a travesty right now they're they're in a tailspin i i don't really know what they're gonna do and john says this the bubble championship definitely comes with an asterisk uh i don't count it personally it was a throwaway season it just makes you think like if the lakers were still competitive and they were one of the top seeds in the west they were going to the western conference finals that would be one thing. I would say, you know what? Maybe that was a championship team. But the way that the Lakers have performed since then makes me think, you know what? Maybe they don't count that because yeah. this is not a championship team. Horrible. And, and I'll ask you this, too. Another team that ha- has been looking for a championship, and we talk about the process, and I know if you ask Joel Embiid, he would say that they're still – going through the process, but James Harden drops 35. That's not enough. They still fall to the Celtics. And when I look at the Eastern Conference over the past few seasons, it's only gotten better. And Strick, when do we reach the point? And I hope we don't have many Philly fans on this station because I'll go ahead and say it. I think that the the, the process or whatever they want to classify as the process has been a failure. When do you reach the point of just saying it didn't work we're going to start over. We're going to start another process because they just keep going through this, going through the motions. Now you have the Ben Simmons drama. You bring in James Harden, who has had his own fair share of criticism. Joel Embiid at times can be injury prone. I, I, I don't think it's time to blow it up, but I think it's time that we can officially say the process was a failure. <laughs> I'll say it. I'll go ahead and say it. Wow. One of the things I'm looking at is here's why there's a major issue with – Philly. Tobias Harris is making thirty-seven point six three three million dollars. Oh my goodness gracious! He's making basically almost thirty-eight million dollars. That's 
That's that's four million more than James Harden and a whole uh, four easy four million, four million plus of James Harden and four million of Joel Embiid. That's that's the guy that's killing you right now because you're not able. And then you have Tyrese Maxey that's about to come up, and then you he's going to have to get paid. Then what you're going to do with him? So you're either going to go salary cap. Do you blow up or do you kind of wait Tyrese Maxey out? But but that's the thing, Tobias Harris. I think right now because he's not that guy. No. But you're paying him like he is. And then when you do that, Strick, and I'm looking at their bench numbers right now, and when you do that and you go so top-heavy for a team, you can talk about this. You played in the NBA when bench players were crucially important. I'll say that's mm-hmm. still the case now. Their bench last night, out of the 117 points that they scored, their bench scored 11. Yeah. 11. You can't do it. But you, you can't reload your bench players because I mean, wh- who – who are you going to pay? And, and that's the crazy thing. You're looking down that line at everybody on that bench, and they're making $4 million, three. million. I'm like, you guys got to be kidding me right now. Like, you these can't cats are making like money to be terrible. And I'm sorry to say it. I'm like, I'm, I'm like, Mom, geez, if you just waited about 10 years, Stricky would be You'd be, be getting the bag. My gosh. <laughs> But, uh, hey, listen, that's neither here nor there. That's what it is. It is what it is at this point. I still think I, I actually, if they can continue, I like what Brooklyn's doing because I like the role that James, I mean, uh, that uh, Simmons plays for them. And it's allowing freedom for Kyrie. He doesn't have to handle. The ball doesn't get as stagnant. The ball's moving, actually. They actually find him on the break. They give him his opportunities when he's on the break. He can rebound, he can run, and he can guard up to five positions. Well, at least definitely up to four. So I like that. I like that versatility that he's brought. Obviously, his jumper still is whack to me, but his distributing abilities are yeah. really making them tough. Defensive player. Defensive yeah. player. So, I, you know, again, Philly, I think, is a lost Lost cause. I just don't think they're going to get better. I can't count on Harden. No, you know you can count on Embiid, but you know if he's healthy, there's no hell. Yeah, if he's healthy, when there's no one else there, there's nothing there for me. Yeah, it'll be interesting to see. And if you guys are looking for a little bit of NBA action, there will be some NBA action tonight. So ESPN at 6.30, the Knicks will face off against the Grizzlies. Grizzlies a four-point favorite in that one. And then the night game on ESPN, 9 o'clock, the Mavericks will travel to Phoenix to take on the Phoenix Suns. So NBA is back. I know, Strick, that excites you. And you're, uh, you're a basketball guy. You're a former NBA <laughs> player, so... Certainly exciting for him to see it uh, see it all come back. And, and we'll be watching because there's a lot of interesting storylines. The NBA, for what it's worth, I mean, we saw it last season. It's wide open. I'd say it's wide open again this year, too. So it'll definitely be fun to follow, fun to watch. we got to take a quick break. Two-time national champion, Cluster Johnson, will be on the radio, on the airwaves, right here on the block right after this. Stick with us. 93.7 The Ticket. <laughs> 